Fudgemania by Judy Bloom, Chapter 3, The Most Disgusting of Them All. It took 10 hours to drive to the Southwest Harbor, Maine. 10 hours in the backseat of an old blazer with Fudge, Tootsie, Turtle, and Uncle Feather, who wouldn't shut up. Some minor birds don't talk at all, but Uncle Feather's not one of them. He'll repeat anything you say. Finally, I dropped the cover over his cage, hoping he'd think it was nighttime. Go to sleep, stupid, I told him. Stupid is one of his favorite words, but that didn't work either. Go to sleep, stupid, he chanted, until even Turtle lost patience and started barking. Grandma is really smart, I thought. She's flying up to Maine. As we got closer to our destination, Mom started reading to us from a guidebook. Southwest Harbor is on an island called Mount Desert, she pronounced it. Dessert. Ice cream, cookies, brownies, pudding, Fudge sang. Mom kept right on reading. I didn't know why she thinks Fudge pays any attention to her lectures on history. He hears only what he wants to hear. Everything else goes right by him. Founded in 1905, the town of Southwest Harbor. You call this a town, I thought, as we drove through it? There was one street with a couple of shops, and that was about it. But I could tell Mom was really excited. She put down her guidebook and smiled at my father. Oh, it's so quaint, she said. Isn't it quaint, Warren? And my father smiled back and said, it's perfect, honey. Fudge chucked Tootsie under his chin. It's perfect, honey, he said, imitating my father. Then Uncle Feather said, honey, honey, honey. For some reason, Tootsie thought that was wildly funny, and she laughed until she got the hiccups. Mom passed a bottle of water to the back seat, and I stuck it in Tootsie's mouth. Take a left here, Warren, Mom said to Dad. We turned onto a dirt road, then pulled into a gravel driveway and parked in front of an old, weathered wood house. The first person I saw was the queen of the cooties herself. She was standing on the seat of a rope swing. It hung from the branch of a big tree in the front yard. She was swinging pretty high when I opened the back door of the blazer, and Turtle jumped out. It had been almost four hours since I'd walked him and he really had to go. He raced for the woods behind the house, but Sheila thought he was heading straight for her. Help! She screamed, wobbling on the swing. Somebody please help! She lost her balance and fell to the ground. What a dork. Mom jumped out of the car and ran to her rescue. It's all right, she said, helping Sheila to her feet. Turtle just have to wee-wee. How come mom have used such an embarrassing expression? But then Mr. and Mrs. Tubman, who had also heard Sheila's screams, came running out of the house. Are you okay, Mrs. Tubman asked Sheila. I'm fine, Sheila said, brushing herself off. It was the, just that disgusting dog. Before I had the chance to tell her who was really disgusting, a man with white hair called Lemonade. We all headed for the house and gathered around the table on the porch. I'm Buzz Tubman's father. The white-haired man said. He poured each of us a glass of lemonade. Call me Buzzy Senior. I polished off my drink really fast. Buzzy Sr. poured me another, and I gulped it down. Long trip here, isn't it, he said. Ten hours, I said, wiping my mouth again with the back of my hand. He filled my glass again. I didn't even notice until Fudge was watching until then. You must be really thirsty, Pete. Yeah, I said. Remember that time you drank too much island punch and you... I clamped my hand over his mouth. He still doesn't get the difference between stories you tell to strangers and stories you keep to yourself. I looked at Buzzy Sr. Fudge knows a lot about dinosaurs, I said, hoping to change the subject. But as soon as I took my hand away from his mouth, Fudge left, and Pete knows all about cooties. Well, you can't know too much about cooties, can you, Pete? Buzzy Sr. said, smiling at me. And guess what else, Fudge said? I'm getting married under the trees. Do you know the bride? Buzzy Sr. asked. It's Sheila Tubman, Fudge said. Oh, my granddaughter, Buzzy Sr. said. 
Sheila's your granddaughter? Fudge asked. Buzzy Sr. nodded. Have you popped the question yet? How do you pop a question? Fudge said. You have to ask if she wants to marry you, Buzzy Sr. explained. Why wouldn't she want to marry me? It's something you have to decide together, Buzzy Sr. said. Okay, Fudge said. He turned toward Sheila, who was sitting in a rocking chair. Hey, Sheila, you want to marry me, right? Sheila laughed so hard she nearly fell off the chair. See, Fudge said, I popped the question and she wants to marry me. Congratulations, Buzzy Sr. said. You're a lucky man. Lucky, I thought. That's not what I'd call it. The screen door opened and Libby stepped out onto the porch. Libby is Sheila's older sister. She's almost 16, but no one would make the, make, make the mistake of calling her sweet. She was carrying a small white and brown puppy. Sheila jumped. I expected her to run for her life. Instead, she cooed, Ooh, my baby, my precious furry baby. She kissed the puppy about 20 times. You have a dog, I asked. Yes, Sheila said proudly. His name is Jake, and we just got her. Isn't she adorable? I thought you are afraid of dogs. She is, Libby said. I'm not afraid of Jake. She's afraid of dogs in general, Libby told me. That's so unfair, Sheila said. But it's true, isn't it? Libby asked her in the most obnoxious voice. I just don't like big, smelly, disgusting dogs, Sheila said, looking directly at me. Are you calling my dog smelly and disgusting, I asked. Sheila folded her arms and smiled. Turtle is the most disgusting dog ever born. You want to see disgusting? Look in the mirror, I told her. You want to smell disgusting? Smell yourself. Are you two going to argue for three weeks, Libby asked, because that could get to be a real bore. You're right, I said, so why don't you just tell me where our house is and that'll be the end of it. This is your house, Sheila said. I thought this was your house. It's two houses, but they're connected. What do you mean connected, I asked. Did you learn anything in sixth grade, Peter? Connected means attached, joined together. I know what the word means, I told her. Don't worry, Sheila said. There's an inside door that separates your house from ours. An inside door, I thought. How am I going to explain this to Jimmy Fargo? I promised him a forest between our houses, not an inside door. Suddenly we heard a rustling sound, and a minute later, Turtle came tearing out of the woods. A terrible smell followed him. I mean, really bad. Eww! Sheila cried, holding her nose. What's the smell? A thunk, Dad said, holding his. Turtles in the say by a thunk. Oh no, Mom said. She held her nose. Not thunk. They all sounded as if they said the word. They had the worst colds. I would have laughed except for the smell. It was so strong I had to hold my nose, just like the rest of them. This is too nauseating for what? Libby said, grabbing Jake and running back to the house. Do something, Peter! Sheila yelled. What am I supposed to do? He's your dog, isn't he? Let's not panic, Mr. Tubman said. Let's think this through in a logical way. This isn't the time for logic, Mrs. Tubman said. This is the time for action. Tomato juice, Buzzy Sr. said. Put him in a tub of tomato juice. Where am I supposed to get enough tomato juice to cover him? Mrs. Tubman asked. I'll take care of it, Jean, Dad said. Don't worry, he headed for the blazer. Fudge chased Dad. Wait for me. Where are you going, Warren? Mom called. 
for tomato juice, Dad called back. All this time, Turtle was rolling over and over in the grass, trying to get rid of the awful smell. He knew he was in big trouble. I always knew your dog was the smelliest dog in the entire world, Sheila said, and this poof it. For once, I had to agree.